ABF Creative. ABF Creative. Hey, 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 what's up, everybody? It's your girl, Miss P, and you know what time it is. It is time for another word with Miss P. I hope you are ready for another episode because I am. On today's episode, I will be tackling season six, episode 14. We getting up there of the Real Housewives of Potomac. I know I said this last week, but this episode was what I was really, really waiting for. And you don't want to miss this week's What You Say Happen Now topics. Wait a second. Did I hear that correctly, that Nicki Minaj is going to be hosting the Real Housewives of Potomac reunion? We're going to talk about that, too. Let's just go ahead and jump on into this thing. Let's do it. ahead and get into this Real Housewives of Potomac. This one is entitled Tossing Salads and Spilling the Tea. Child, we are still in Chesapeake. They throwing good old salad mix. Produce is high. If you go to your local food line, Publix, Harris Teeter, Fresh Market, wherever you go to get your grocery, look at the produce. It is high. Everything is high. And they got the nerve to be throwing good old salad mix, honey. I, I can't. Thank you, Bravo, so much for the recap. Basically, I needed a little refresher because at the end of last week's episode, and honey, if you missed it, go ahead and check out the podcast because I condensed it because Bravo moves real fast at the end so that they can go ahead and tell you what's coming up next. And I said, Bravo, I'm confused. What happened? Thankfully, we see that Candace was like, feed her pimp talking about Gordon to Mia, okay? Do you need some lettuce? She basically puts her hand and just throws, that's where the lettuce came in. It was just a little bit of lettuce. It was too much. It was really um Peter Cottontail, okay? It was, it was too much. Now, granted, in my head, have I ever thrown lettuce at somebody? Uh-uh, no, I don't even think about doing that. So Candace, ma'am, you were the lettuce thrower. You were the first one. And everybody is telling Candace at the same time, do you know her story? You don't know her story. Oh my God. Then here goes Mia throwing a big-ass handful of the romaine spinach mix, okay? Like, I saw that. I said, oh, shit. But at the same time, here goes Candace. I don't care about her story. I don't care. So I guess Mia was like, did you just throw some lettuce at me, bitch? Let me throw some big-ass, a big-ass handful of lettuce at your ass. Candace then wants to shake the table. Okay, I mean, tipping stuff over, doing the most and saying she don't give a fuck about Mia's story because she is disrespectful. I said, well, then. And Candace, what are you doing, sweet cheeks? Meanwhile, the men are like, is that salad? I mean, Eddie, I wish (laughs) somebody would turn him into a gif because he was like, is that salad? That's how not aloof men are, but really, they don't give a shit. They sitting there doing pool, uh, drinking, not giving a shit while the ladies just going back and forth. Sometimes, now I love being a woman, but sometimes I'm like, I wish I could have the aloofness and the whatever that a man has whenever shit is going down. They like, huh? (laughs) Unless it really has to do something with them. Uh, Well, I have to say at that time, I don't think Chris, none of them knew what was happening, okay? So I'm going to take that back just a little bit. But that always happened with the Real Housewives men. They always like, what happened? Mia then tries to tell Candace that her mother is a recovering addict. And Candace kept saying that she don't care. I said, you dumb? Oh my God. But at the same time, I'm sitting here looking at every like, how much are these incidentals, Miss Wendy? 
Like, oh my God, Candace, she just a crying as per usual and still knocking shit over. I said, ma'am, mind you, a scholar, all the girls are just moving the stuff out of the way. Like she is a child, a toddler. I was really looking at Candace like, are you serious right now? Mia and G, they're finally like, can we go? And I was like, please get G out of here. It is too much going on. Wendy then goes to the men and is like, Chris, husbander, go get your artist, sir. Eddie, can you talk to the men folk? Because you're the men, you're the man host. We just need to get this together because it's getting out of hand. When Candace is talking to Chris, she's acting like nothing really transpired and she didn't really do much. She was like, I threw one piece of lettuce and she threw a big ass handful at me. And I'm sitting here like, girl, you start started the lettuce wars, ma'am. Chris then says, honey, let's go outside. Let's talk about this. I don't need to go outside. He said, girl, if you don't come on outside. I'm sitting here looking at Candace like, ma'am, when are you going to start taking just a smidge of accountability for what you do, honey? It's not all about somebody else every single time because you was in it. Of course, Karen is being the voice of reason for Mia, telling her not to feel as though she just has to leave or feel like she is less than. And I'm hollering because anytime Karen starts talking in that mommy dearest voice, it made me think of Jackson's An American Dream when Angela Bassett was like, Michael, don't ever let anybody tell you what you can't do. (laughs) Karen always gives me Angela Bassett. But my biggest thing is... Here goes the lady sitting down with Karen, basically, you know, trying to keep Mia from leaving. And she was like, you know what? Mia was like, you can talk about me all day, but don't talk about my mama. Okay. I mean, I'll be damned if I let that chihuahua take my mother's sobriety and mamas are off limits. And everybody was like, yes, that's right. That's right. But in my head, it is like, yeah, mamas are off limits. That is very true. Now, as far as your mother's sobriety, it's I can see how that could happen, how somebody could relapse from just seeing something like that. So it is triggering. Now we're going to cue to Candace. And Candace was like, she want the smoke. I'm going to give it to her. I mean, but she's hollering. Now, granted, I'm speaking into a microphone and I don't want to blow nobody's ears out of the water. But Candace is hollering, child. Of course, Ascala is being the voice of reason as usual and was like, you know what? I feel like the low budget comment hurt Candace's feelings. And (laughs) this was the time for Mia to really take accountability. But she was like, well, I mean, it was. When I was a new business owner, everything was low budget. But now I make like $450,000. And they were like, girl, this was going great. We were vibing with you. We were getting deep. We saw crocodile tears. But now you're doing the damn most again. It's it's too much. Even a scholar was like, you know what? We're here to have a good time. We don't give a fuck how much money you make, okay? Can we just not do that? (laughs) Now, we understand she starts crying again, and we get what she means by how her mother might perceive the comments Candace was saying, but I don't understand how she doesn't get how her comments can be offensive to others, too. It's like Mia has, like, this big old boundary wall up. Like, you know what? Even if I say some crazy shit, I mean... It was warranted. And it's like, no, it's not. We go back outside with Chris and Candace. And all I got from that segment, because I've seen their back and forth so much, was, honey, that lace front was glued on so tight. Honey, that wind wanted all the smoke, but that glue stayed. Okay, that glue was like, you really think I'm playing? And I'm about like, Chris, good vibes only. Yes, put the shit to bed. 
go to bed, Joseph. Go to bed. Like, I don't understand. Why are we doing this back and forth every single time y'all go on a trip? I know y'all tired. I know you tired. <laughs> Would G look that nasty tongue out at Carrot? I felt just like Carrot. And all Mia was going to say, was Ray going to be mad at you? I said, you know what? Something ain't right. And I'm not going to try to figure it out. G is still all the way fucked up. I'm like, what was he drinking? Like, this is too much. But that tongue, put that thing back in your mouth. It wasn't even, it didn't even look stimulating to me. I was like, ew, I don't want to. Yuck, stop it. Karen, wait a damn minute. You didn't know what tossing salad meant. Karen, sometimes I be looking at Karen like, Karen, you know what the hell. Anyway, here comes Giselle and Robin. And of course, Ashley and Candace gave them the scoop about what had happened. And as Candace was recapping, I'm so glad that both Giselle and Robin told Candace, no, it is not an equal rebuttal. You don't talk about people's mamas like that. You you just don't. And she was like, well, people talk about um my mama all the time. And they were like, no, honey, people are, it's not the same, sweetheart. You were just doing the most. Um, Wendy came in to welcome the lady. She was like, we welcome you once. We welcome you twice, three times in Jesus's name, okay? Uh, everybody was like, uh, I guess, thank you. And I said, oop. Mm. Giselle was already pressed. Like, what bathroom do we use? And I'm sitting here looking just like Wendy. Girl, I didn't know you were even coming. What you want me to do? Why didn't y'all stay home with your broke foot, Robin's period zone? Like, and we didn't need to know that, honey. We showed on. I'm the type. <laughs> now, granted, I'm a woman, honey. So I'm not new to the red gang gang. But at the same time, I don't need to know every five minutes that your period is on. And Robin, I was over it. Okay, but why didn't y'all just stay home? Anywho, we're on the way to dinner, but I love how Wendy handled that. She was like, child, I don't know what you want me to do. Like, y'all can use the outhouse and go upstairs, downstairs, round town. I don't care what you do. Didn't know you were coming. You were the last ones here. Figure it out. All right, everybody, let's go to dinner. We're on our way, and the banter between Karen, Giselle, and Ashley was hilarious. It was so good to see Karen and Giselle genuinely kikiing again. G woke up again because he was asleep on the way, thank God. Then he woke up to have another acronym, LDTBH, long dick to be had. I said, oh my God, why didn't y'all leave him? Who dressed him, first of all? And why didn't y'all just leave him in the bed? Huh, too damn much. We head on to dinner. Here's the aha. This is where everything started happening. People are ordering their drinks and their food. If I hear about Robin's period one more time, like nobody needs to know that shit at the table. Why didn't you just stay home, bro? Like, I'm very confused. Everything was going fine. Even with the table of the little white men buying shots for everybody, even though they wives were at the other table, which was strange as hell. I mean, their wives were sitting there like, you bought them shots, but not us. And I'm like, who the hell does that? And the white men were looking like, yeah, I said, what the fuck? Now, here comes Ashley asking questions specifically about what happened earlier. Sometimes Ashley puts her little ringlets in the mix at the wrong time. And I'm sitting here like, man, why are we rehashing this right now at this table? It's too much. Chris said, I would love to get to a place with Michael like I am with G. I mean, everything happened earlier, but G and I, we got an understanding. <sighs> Ashley starts talking about her husband. Here comes Chris because he gets defensive too. I have never said one thing about Michael. <laughs> Here comes Ashley and everybody else 
false. Candace said Michael referred to Chris as white trash. And then here comes Ashley. Well, you called Michael a slave driver. (laughs) Candace was like, because he drives slaves. Ashley then says, so are you calling me a slave? The biggest thing was Candace was already at her wits end from earlier. So I don't even know why this, why they thought Candace was going to be level-headed with this. She was like, you know, you have no idea how to be a civil individual and neither does your husband. Oh, I'm sorry. That was actually what Ashley said because I know good and well Candace wouldn't go say that. That's what happened. It made me go, uh-oh, ooh, yo. Because the aha was the you calling me a slave comment. Candace didn't necessarily say, no, I'm not calling you a slave. That's why she said you're not a civil individual. Ooh, shit. Yeah. Then Candace said Ashley was foul and fucked up individual and was a part of last year's mess. Yikes. So she's still pressed with Ashley about last year, of course. Chris then tries to take her from the table. That was cringeworthy. Like, she's talking about, I'm not leaving. I'm not leaving. I was like, you know what? Everybody need to calm the fuck down. What in the hell is going on with you, Candace? Speak still. It is too damn much. Chris has had to almost yank you from two various blows today in one single day. Like, when does it end? Chris left the table, child. Honey, I don't fault him for leaving the table. I was already exhausted, okay, looking at them. Candace called Ashley a vindictive bitch for getting involved legally last year. Honey, I felt the spittle come through the screen when she said, bitch. I said, ooh. In my head, Candace is still really, really scarred from last year and is defensive. I mean, always ready to go because last year she felt like she could not literally speak up for herself or do anything for herself because everything just happened so fast. Now, ultimately, this episode made me go, what in the pure hell happened at the table? It was too much. Now, when we fast forward to next week, I'm gonna be like, what the fuck? It's too much. It is too damn much. It gets better and better. And not saying I am totally enjoying all the drama and extraness, but it's just getting better and better each week. And then we figure out, and actually, let's just go on and get into the what you say happened now because I got I gotta talk about this. So, like I said, we are about to get into this week's What You Say Happened Now. And I had to just take a pause from the Real Housewives of Potomac because we're rolling into Cuckoo. Did y'all hear that Nicki Minaj is hosting the reunion for the Real Housewives of Potomac? Okay? And actually, I was trying to do a cold from Martin, but I said Cuckoo. That didn't make sense. Ooh, 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 ah! That's what I meant to do. Like, did y'all see the pic with Andy Cohen and Nicki Minaj after the reunion? So, I mean, it's already done, done. It already happened. They recorded it already. I was shocked because, I mean, let's face it, a lot. And I mean, a lot has been happening lately with Nicki Minaj from, I mean, her husband, everybody looking at her like... Bitch, you got a husband out of nowhere. And then your husband and his rape victim, y'all threatening the girl and doing too, all that crazy mess. And I mean, they have a baby, but all of this stuff is just overshadowing it. And of course, her infamous COVID vaccine research. And now something else is going on with her and this artist that's out. It's too much going on with Nikki lately. And I'm sitting here like, girl, okay, we just need you to do the music, 
Okay, we're hearing too much from you, girl. You went under a rock, okay? Came back, resurfaced because you were pregnant. Now you got a husband and then all this shit just happens after that. Ma'am, you're doing too damn much. So a lot of people have been like, why is Nikki hosting? Why is Bravo saying okay to this? Of course, with all this controversy, I can understand it. But at the same time, it's great for ratings. I see why Bravo did it. Was it correct based on everything that's going on right now? No, but I mean, people don't give a shit especially when it comes down to the ratings. I know the ratings have probably been pretty good for Real Housewives of Potomac this season, but let's face it. If you get somebody like Nicki Minaj to co-host, actually, I think she was really hosting. I don't think she was co-hosting because Andy opened up about the reunion on his Sirius XM radio show saying, I gave her my seat. I stepped aside, meaning, honey, I let her have the seat. And she did her own version of a reunion with the Housewives of Potomac. And let me tell you, I was like, wow, you said all the shit I could never get away with saying on several levels. And of course, I mean, Andy can get away with shade, but he can't get away with saying certain shit, okay? Where Nicki Minaj can get away with saying anything. Why? Because she's a fellow Black woman on the panel. Let's just say that. And also, she's Nicki Minaj, okay? I'm just saying. She is a fan as well. And the fellow Barb's and everybody is going to be looking at her like, girl, if you don't ask the tough questions, if you don't get in their shit, we're going to be mad at you, okay? So don't set us up to fail. And honey, I haven't seen any blurbs, no clips, because you know Bravo don't do that until it's really time for the reunion. But hopefully, she gave us what she was supposed to have given, okay? Because you didn't go through all this controversy, all this mess. Okay, to let me down. I did hear that she did dig in Candace's ass, okay, which she should have. And she also said that she did it with everybody on the panel. So, you know, we're going to see. And thankfully, we won't have to wait that long. It's set to air on Halloween. And hopefully, you know, uh, we really don't have to wait that long. I saw it on a website. I don't know how accurate it is that October 31st is when the reunion's going to air. So uh, we're going to see how it's going to go. But if that's really true, we don't have long to wait because, you know, on the Real Housewives of Potomac right now, uh, we still have to have the wedding, the vow renewal. Yes. And then the big blow up, I think, with Chris and Michael. Okay, so that's the only thing we really waiting for, because now we're still in Chesapeake. You know what I'm saying? But either way, I can't wait to see it. I love a good old reunion. And I know this reunion is going to be messy, messy. Speaking of messy, okay, John Gruden, Okay, resigns as the Raiders head coach after alleged racist and anti-LGBTQ emails were released. Offensive emails between 2010 and 2018. Did y'all hear what I just said? I said offensive emails between, listen to the time frame, 2010 and 2018. Sir, folks really think that they can do and say whatever they feel like and not get the boot. I mean, the aha is it took this long for them to check it out. And then they had to go all the way back in time, all the way back to 2010 to see the fuck shit. Okay. I don't understand. I don't really get it. How people feel like they can just say and do whatever. And maybe it's because for so long he was able to say and do whatever and be a Raiders head coach. Okay. And the aha is it's not just him that does this every day. It's so many people that do this crazy shit every day and nothing happens to them. Not a slap on the wrist, nothing. And the crazy thing is his racist comments were actually unveiled maybe like a week ago, okay? But they were like, no, racist, you know, this is not that bad. But then when they see the... uh 
racial, not the racial slurs, but the gay slurs, then they were like, hold the hell up, sir. You're really doing the most. But I'm sitting here like, which offense is worse? Like, how are we going to say which one is worse? You're going to let the racist comments just go and be like, it's okay. You're going to have all your little... um team the members of the team say he's never been racist he doesn't have a racist bone in his body yet we're looking at emails between 2010 and 2018 with offensive emails that are racist and you saying shit the craziest shit about gay people like why are you doing that bro like it's too much like i don't i don't understand your job is to be a coach okay all you need to do is coach the players, okay? Look at your little manual, whatever the hell y'all be doing, okay? Get your check and have a seat, sir. I don't understand. People want to have these jobs. People want to do this stuff. I hear so much about teachers now, too, just doing the fucking most. And it's like, bro, do you not like your job? I mean, that's with any type of job right now. I hear so much crazy stuff. And I'm sitting here like, do you not like getting a check? Like, I don't understand. It's 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 too much. But sir, good day, sir. And I mean, good day. Y'all remember on Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, the movie? That's one of my favorites. It's a classic. You remember at the end where Charlie and his granddaddy was like, hey, we, hey, we need the money, playboy. We the last one standing. And here goes uh, Willie. He basically said, you know what? Y'all were sipping on the fuzzy lifts and drinks. Y'all was doing all this fuck shit, okay? I said, good day. You don't get shit. You don't get nothing. Now, this was a movie. So, of course, uh, Charlie puts the little um, everlasting gobstopper on the desk. And he was basically like, you know what? Fuck you, Willie. Fuck you. And then here goes William. He was like, ah, Playboy, you won. You won. But in this case, Joe, you got to go. No, his name is John. John, you got to go, bro. Get out of here. Good day, sir. And I mean good damn day. Thank you so much for listening. But before you go, make sure to follow and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, be sure to rate us and leave us a review. Every single comment matters. You can also find me on Twitter and Instagram at Miss TP90. See y'all next week.